Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Hey, dude. God, yeah. I, how much have you had to drink, man? Well, yeah, how much I mean, have you had to drink? Recorded it. <laughs> well, I read the whole do, fucking song and not a damn Yeah, that was all for nothing. That's all down the toilet now. <laughs> I we ain't going I, back. I'm not sitting here for a second iteration of that shit. <laughs> damn it, boy. You lost that, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, bad. I'm not sorry. Good fuck. Anyway. <laughs> five minutes early. Instead, we started five minutes late. Yeah, because you didn't hit the fucking record button. God damn it, Shane. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, shit. So what I was saying was... Where did I go? Yeah, so uh, for all the listeners, Shane has been uh, thinking about this Eminem song that uh, I didn't plagiarize, but I definitely ripped it off around some friends of mine and it's stuck in his head now because all he can think of is me doing that in front of all the kids you were trying to impress them with your, your rap. Uh, well we were all drinking and they wanted to rap so i was like fuck it i'll rap too you were drinking and, uh, yeah we we had a lot to drink that night we had a lot to drink uh, uh okay drank uh, <laughs> anyway i wanted to to this is just this will be like five minutes at the most why are you talking um, with your hands I was listening to the Russ Martin show. We're not in the fucking military no more. I can do that. I can be demonstrative and point over there. Fuck. <laughs> I've met several people that do that, that when they're talking to someone and they get excited, they start doing like, like pointing over, like, yeah, man, we came from the south side of town and walked over there. And it's like, that's, that's a drug addict. That, that's <laughs> well, people that are in the drug world or that are in the hood world where they like steal or fight or uh, stay out late and get drunk. Uh, yeah. They, they tend to do, you know, hood shit like that where they talk with their hands. Yeah. Over on, on chill town. Anyway, that doesn't, that doesn't help me know that side of chill town. Like that doesn't break it down to me. You're no, not- it doesn't. I mean, you have to be from there and that's usually like people that are from there. They talk to them that way because Whatever. Anyway, that's what you're doing right now. Doesn't help me at all understand anything that you're saying. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that like people that, do that, that right there. I think that means no, but no, I, I means, I'm just saying. Now that, just, means stop. that means stop. <laughs> no, that doesn't. No, like you say that, and, and I'm telling now you, man, because now you're fucking pointing at me. Now you got to grab me. I'm stressing the point. Um, it was like you, there was such a language barrier in the Middle East. Where when we thought like, hey, come this way means, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Over there, that doesn't mean that. Over there, that means like go the other way. It means like it means something else. It doesn't mean come towards me because you would do that to them or they would do it to you and you would start doing what you thought it meant. Like you would start walking towards them and they'd be surprised. It's like, well, you're telling me to come over here. That's what that means. Well, it doesn't mean that in there. Anyway, this whole segment. Um, and yeah, when I say language barrier, even sign language, like things that you would like, hey, it's over there. They don't know what that means. Or, uh, hey, stop. That doesn't mean stop. They just put their hands up like you did. Well, now. That means stop. Don't come any closer. But sign language is like universal, right? There's like, it doesn't everybody no, use sign language? I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say, over in the Middle East, they, they had like, 
if they wanted you to stop, they would hold up one hand. Stop, stop, don't come any closer. And if you were trying to say stop, you'd be like, hey, stop, don't get any closer to us because you're really trying to, you know, I'll shoot you if you come any closer. Anyway, are you Ooh. going somewhere, motherfucker? Get the beer. God damn it. <laughs> well, fuck, I guess I can drink too if I need to. Um, so this segment I'm trying to talk to you about, I was listening to the Russ Martin show and they were, they were talking about this Lebanese guy and uh, he was, he was talking to his grandma. Well, I don't know where are Lebanese people from Shane, you know, (laughs) Lebanon. Okay. Yeah. You you did know. So um, he's talking to his grill. There's a Lebanese grill in Arlington. It's really good. You gonna let me finish this? Mm-hmm. You just gonna keep that around to me. <laughs> Your face is gonna get real red. You're gonna be smiling real big every time I try to fucking talk. You're gonna talk. Woo! <laughs> yeah, you still look tired, motherfucker. I don't even know why you get haircuts anymore. They ain't fucking cutting anything. Uh, <laughs> so he's talking with his grandma, and he's trying to get her to say, "Wait, is American- this the bit? What? Is this the bit?" I'm introducing the bit. Oh, okay. this is funny. He's so, talking to his grandma, and he's trying to get his grandma to say uh, American celebrity names. So Lebanese is her first language, and English is obviously not her first language. And so you, they have really strong accents. And when I heard this, all I could think of was mom. So when you hear this, I want you to imagine mom saying these things without her dentures in. And that's how you're going to get this. <laughs> so it's... uh. Once again, it's mom without her dentures. Okay. Got the sound all the way up. Cool. Um, Oh, it's on a fucking advertisement. Got to skip it. Skip it. Skip it. What kind of beer are you drinking? Oh, uh, actually, I wanted to give us a word from our sponsors. Yeah, go ahead. Yingling Lager is uh, the crisp, refreshing taste from the East Coast. Wait, 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 stop. Yingling is your sponsor? No, they don't sponsor. Okay. <laughs> if, if Yingling, I was going to say, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> yeah, if Yingling actually sponsored us, we would be making a shit ton of money. The only sponsorship <laughs> that Yingling is giving us is they're giving me the power of beer. <laughs> so, what's the power of beer? What is that? This is from, this is from America's oldest brewery. And uh, it, it's not sold here in Texas, so I have to have it illegally transported across the border uh, to my <laughs> destination. Illegally, tra- so Shane's engaging in a in illegal trade. <laughs> no, and that's not illegal. It used to be illegal. Back that's in what you're saying. <laughs> back in prohibition days, it was illegal. It'd probably be illegal if I was paying for it. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, so like I said, I want you to imagine our mom saying this without her teeth in, and this is what's going to complete the image. So you ready? All right, here we go. Can you hear it? I can't hear shit. Damn it. God damn it. So I thought I have it on my phone. I thought if I played it on my phone while this was going on, you could hear it. I'll have to pull it up on my computer, but we can do that later. You know, I was thinking about doing our when we do our puppet bits. It would be easy. I'm not doing that. It would be easier if we did the bits and recorded them and then sent them to each other and watched them all at the same time. <laughs> because if, if we try to do it live, it's not going to be very good. <laughs> you know what I mean? This whole Michael and John thing has just gotten out of control. It's gotten way out of fucking control. It, or, it, it spiraled quickly. I mean, it, it, <laughs> and here's the problem: they just there was just a movie with Muppets. A, a Muppet movie just came out, and I don't think it did that well. And it was a raunchy Muppet movie. So, <laughs> for one thing, Michael's two years behind the curve, and for another thing, it's proven not to have worked. So I don't I know why it's it his Muppet. <laughs> that last Muppet movie had what? It had uh, that funny chick. Uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy, she was in there, and and if it, if that movie, if it, if you can't have a, a good movie with her in there, make money, it, it's not going to work. 
No, because she's been in a couple of duds. In fact, that whole um, what's his name? He did a uh, super bad Adam McKay. Jeff that whole uh, Adam McKay crew, you know, other than Will Ferrell, Danny McBride, um, who's a couple of other funny ones, uh, Noah Hill. If you're not those three names, your movies aren't really that good. Like, not even Michael Sarah's made any really good Jeff movies. Jonah Hill. Who? Hill. I said Jonah Hill. You didn't you hear said, me say Jonah Hill? No, no. Huh? You said Nona Hill. No, I said Jonah. You got it. Oh. Yeah, shut up. No, I'm I said Jonah. I'm gonna play the audio back and listen to you. Yeah, all right. It's Jonah, that's what I said. You didn't so, say Jonah. There is no Nona Hill. Like, do you, have you even heard of that? Name? I don't know where that's the fuck you got it from either, but that's what you said. You need to turn up your fucking hearing aid or get a new one. <laughs> I ain't got no hearing aid. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> I hear an aid. It heard me say you say Nona. It did not. Oh, yeah. Ask the beer. What did fucking Eric say? And put what? it up to your gammy and see what happened. He's going to tell you I said fucking Jonah Hill. Anyways. <laughs> it was either Nona Hill or, or Nona Neal or Jonah Neal or something. You didn't say it right. Whatever it was, you didn't say it right. Uh, okay. I don't believe you. But anyways, um, if you're not one of those actors that I named previously and i will not rename uh <laughs> if you're not one of those actors then your your movies aren't, aren't really all that great like amy schumer made a couple of movies but they weren't huge you know really her huge part was her stand-up and that wasn't even that big you know comparatively speaking comparing like to cat williams or dave chappelle or um gabriel iglesias or any of those guys the fluffy man yeah and he's got a tv show i don't know if you know What's it about? He's a teacher. He plays himself, but he's teaching a school now, and uh, apparently it's it's got a, a good good review. So we well, used to have that bit about oh, shit. <laughs> oh God! Excuse me. No, he dropped the camera. <laughs> Jamie, can I borrow, can I borrow your phone for a second? I just need it to, to watch a, one clip. And I'll get it right back. It's, you can pull up YouTube on it. Uh, you there? Yeah, hang on, Shane. I'm coming. I'm just playing a, a video. You there, boy? Yeah, hold on. I got to clean this beer up. <laughs> so you did spill your beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Keep, keep, keep talking about stuff. Celebrity. All right. So while, while you were blacked out, I asked Jamie for her phone so we can listen to this clip. And um, now, the, now we're actually going to be able to do the bit that I talked about because that was an epic failure. You couldn't hear my fucking phone. I don't know why that was anyway. All right. So once again, like I said, I want you to imagine our mom saying this shit with her dentures, without her dentures in. Are, are you listening? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, motherfucker. I just want to be sure because you ain't in the fucking camera. All right, here we go. Imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, there's more. There's more. Maybe Irish. Yeah, I guess. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Chain Smokers. Chain Smokers. Chain Smokers. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see it, but my brother's fucking dying over here. <laughs> oh. The dragon was fucking funny. <laughs> so when I when I heard that on the radio, dude, I just lost it. I, I was thinking about mom saying it without her dentures in it, and I could just. Uh, and so the the the, the, the uh, fallout from this is that people think that this guy, which is her grandson, 
they think that he's being a shithead because he's pulling out, you know, these English words that his grandma can't say and he's making fun of her. <laughs> Which I, I imagine that's close to the truth, but uh, let me see. Ariana Grande. I knew that one was going to get you. <laughs> Your face immediately turned red. <laughs> Imagine dragons. <laughs> so Imagine dragons. <laughs> she just didn't speak English. I mean, it's not that she had like a speech impediment. She just don't speak no English, man. <laughs> Yeah, but you could still make the sounds. Why can't you make the sounds? Well, I mean, that's like trying to learn Arabic and, you know, pronouncing their words correctly. They, you know, they got that whole like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I was thinking about mom and, and fucking her, her friend Nora trying to say this shit because, you know, Nora. Yeah, she <laughs> got, got a lisp, too. Oh, you got a sunburn? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, you got sunburn. I was sitting over there one time, and uh, uh, what mom said something, and Nora was like, couldn't imagine if somebody said that to her, and she was like, excuse me? Yeah. Her tongue, like, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of problem makes you do that? Excuse me? It's like, <laughs> It looked like a cartoon, like the tongue was just... Yeah. <laughs> she just did, like, an involuntary uh, buzz of the tongue. Just, excuse me. <laughs> and her tongue didn't go out that far. It was like, right here. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if she was trying to be sassy or cute, but it didn't come across as anything. It came across as fucking weird. <laughs> it came across as an old woman getting getting frustrated. <laughs> she, uh... Didn't you say? Didn't you say one time she fell off the couch? <laughs> God, that was funny. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> we were over at her trailer park outside of Pearland, and I'm sorry, uh, Nora, if, if you if you ever hear this, we're making fun of you. Um, she was yeah, she was on the couch inside the trailer, and uh, I don't know what happened. I think she was trying to get up, or no, she was she was on the couch one way, and she rolled and she rolled off the couch and said, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> at the time she couldn't have been you know maybe in her 60s maybe <laughs> this was years ago this is you know almost 10 fucking years ago she did this shit <laughs> uh, it's a city right outside of houston texas it's called prayer land or Pearland or some weird shit and um yeah she was just lying there she rolled one way and just fell right off the couch <laughs> So one time we were, we were talking, and she's like, yeah, we don't do that. We po' folk. Po' po folk. Po folk. <laughs> you know, the more I think about it, she kind of looked like fucking Peyton, Britney's stepdaughter. <laughs> like, they, they had the same eyes. <laughs> uh, 
Like when, when Peyton is is uh is mad, she gets real big eyes, and that's what Nora used to do. <laughs> Just remember, Nora used to bring her kid over there to mom's house when we were real little. Yeah, yeah. Always covered in snot. Like she just had snot everywhere. Yeah, she's always crying. <laughs> had a hard knock life, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Woo. I got uh, information on Derek DeVetta. I got his uh, his prison location now, so I'll be able to, to write him letters and see how he's doing. Um, our cousin, you what? It's not that hard to get. You just go online and, and search for it. I, I never bothered to look for it, but one of his friends contacted me, and um, I, I know her. She's a you know, mutual acquaintance, and she sent me his information. So, excuse me. Apparently, he's going to sign for another four years. So, a sign for another four years. He, um, yeah, he's going to go in for another four years for prison. So he's not going to sign for it. He's just going well, to go. Oh, <laughs> well, that was uh, that was what the the verbiage that was used to tell me what was going on was that he's signing for four years. And okay, so you signed for well, what were the options though? It, sign means there must have yeah. been an option. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, maybe if he, he just admitted to everything, they're like, okay, this is the least amount of time you can get if you just come forward and say that you did all this shit. Uh, well, and apparently, so the way that the story was initially told to me is that he didn't have any knowledge of the gun being in the vehicle. So this the story about Derek is he's a parole violator. And um, he he didn't know that the gun was going to be in the truck. And when they got pulled over, of course, they took the truck. Gun. It was his truck. Uh, no, it was his cousin's truck. It was his daddy's gun, though. It was, it was somebody's gun. I don't know whose gun it was, but he did have knowledge that the gun was there. That's the thing. And that was the, that's the big violation. Is that you know felon in possession of a firearm, and so he um, he that's one of the big things that made him revoke that, and I think he was outside of his uh, parole bounds, and so they they got him for that too because I don't think he was supposed to be living in concurrence, but that's all speculation. I don't know the whole situation behind that. He uh, but he did get busted, and, and at first I was told that he didn't know that the gun was in the truck, and so that's why he was trying to fight the the re revocation. But then turns out it's like, yeah, he didn't know the gun was in there, and that's that's the big one. It's like, come on, Derek, you've, you've always had this issue with people putting restraints on you, and you don't like that, but this is the one time where you need to listen to what people are telling you, and he didn't. He ran around with that and got busted. So, And he had a crap load of weed. It was a lot. Like, I saw the picture of evidence when they, were, when they arrested him, and it was a huge-ass bag of weed. <laughs> Well, that's, you know, kid I've been knowing since I was fucking seven years, eight years old. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to look up his stuff and see. Okay. How do you spell his last name? Uh, d uh, it's D-I-V-I-T-T-A. Is this right that we're blasting all of his information like this? I mean, I know it's public information, but what's he going to do? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> he can't do anything. He's in prison. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was glad to get his information so I could at least, you know, see how he's doing and what's going on, what's his plan, you know, for after prison. Because I, I don't think he ever got his GED. He may have while he was in prison. He may have, but I know he, he damn sure didn't finish high school because of that whole thing about him shaving his face and cutting his hair. He didn't want to do any of that. Sure. It seems like anytime anybody tells sure. him what to do. I uh, D-I-V-I-T-T-A. Well, hang on a second. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Like ever since I got back from New York, I've just been having a snot drain down the back of my throat. That's not my problem. It's not my problem either. Uh, no, it's D-I-V-E-T-T-A. D-I-V-E-T-T-A. DeVita. <laughs> Why is that funny? What are you laughing at? <laughs> I swear to God, you laugh at the most insane shit. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Spell it to me one more time. D I V what? I V E T T A. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? It's, All right. it's funny okay. about it. Oh, he's at the bad prison. 
But their food's really oh, good. Their food's good or what? Yeah. Well, it was. It's good for the officers. Well, and this was also twenty years ago. So. Wait. So like uh, Palestine or Palestine or whatever. Yeah. So you worked there. I worked at the prison right next door to it. Okay, so it's it's multiple compounds in one place. It's a it's kind of like a big city, and there's like four prisons out there. There's. The like, unit, I think just driving past there one time. Yeah, the unit. Somebody, that he, the unit that he works at was built like a long time ago, uh, and it's called Cofield. And um, it's, it's old, and so it's not very safe to be in, like to work in. But the, the food there was always way better than mine. Like the food at mine, most of the time fucking sucked. But <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go eat lunch at their prison. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, so what, what makes it a bad prison? Because the type of people that are there? No, no, it's the layout. It's all, uh, there's too many corners. There's too many blind spots. There's not enough, uh, you can't see things. It's too easy for somebody to be hiding, crash down, waiting for you to run out and then get you. Get you like how? Like with a fucking shank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think they sit there looking like. <laughs> parole, his parole was denied. Yeah. So what, he was already on parole is what I meant. Yeah, I got denied. It said, uh, the record indicates unsuccessful periods of supervision on previous probation, parole, or mandatory supervision that resulted in incarceration, including parole in absentee. The record indicates that the offender repeatedly committed criminal acts that indicate a predisposition to commit criminal acts upon release. The record indicates excessive substance abuse involvement. Yeah, he got found with a lot of weed, man. I told you. Excessive. But no, there's a that, lot. There's a lot of prison, uh, a riot had broken out there once when I was there, and uh, that shit looked like hell on earth. <laughs> you just fucking hear people screaming and shit in the distance, and it's like, well, fuck, man, I just wanted to come in here and get a fucking mashed potatoes and fried chicken. I didn't want to have to deal with all that shit. You got flaming toilet paper and mattresses being tossed. And the only thing about prison food is you don't want to eat country gravy. Uh oh, is that why I think? Is it because of that reason? Ew. <laughs> Dad told me when he was work uh, he was working in the kitchen the first time he went, and he said uh, some lieutenant came down that was kind of that was kind of like like to joke around and fuck around a lot, and he said like at the end of the day, Dad went and got like a hamburger bun and wiped his ass with it and put it on his his food. <laughs> proud proud Dad right there. So anyway, the the case report about his parole being denied. Can you translate that to us for those that don't know the terminology? Oh, uh, basically, it means he's got a <clears throat> he's had too many charges. Like he's been on. What they're trying to say is this is somebody that we've already given a chance and he fucked it up. So why would yeah. we give him another chance? He's just going to fuck it up again. It's basically okay. what it's saying. Yeah, because I, I I gathered that from problem. That huh? too. And he's got a yeah. drug. Yeah, I gathered that um, when his dad passed away, man. Anyway, uh, before that, even, you know, he, he just could not stop smoking weed. He wanted to smoke weed every damn day. And, you know, my, my thought behind that was is that you you have got to give that up. Like, you know, him and somebody else that I won't mention, you know, on the podcast or the broadcast or whatever. Uh, well, when this individual's, huh? Wally. He said his fucking name. Um, Wally so Lane. Of Navarro County. Hey, dude, if he gets... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> his grandmother died. and Lang. You know, Former teacher. Uh, she was a great woman. Everybody that knew Diane Lang was... Man, they loved her. And I, I thought she was an incredible woman. Um, anyway, after her memorial service, I drove out there to, to you know pay my respects. Really nice ceremony at the Presbyterian Church that we, you know, went to as kids. That building's uh, open? Yeah. People still go to that thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people go? I don't know. Three? I'm not there any fucking Sunday anymore. The preacher, uh, the organ player, and the groundskeeper. No, that's not true. Anyway, so they had her memorial service there. And, uh, you know, they had really nice flowers and two pictures and shit. And uh, when we left... It was uh, Derek and those those other individuals. There's a couple of them. Um, you know, some money changed hands, and the next thing you know, they're fucking smoking weed at 
you know, at his house. And he's taking all his inheritance money. He's spending it on fucking motorcycles. I mean, it's, it's, it's his inheritance money. He can do what he wants with it. But uh, he bought two fucking motorcycles, one for his pregnant wife at the time. And then I think they've already had two kids. Why does one she for need a motorcycle? Huh? Why does she need a motorcycle? Carry the baby while she's driving? He got a fat ass inheritance. Uh, I think he kind of spent it all already, but I don't. I don't know. It's all speculation. I don't know where he's at. I just know he fell off the map. He didn't want anybody knowing about his business. Um, it's it's a shame, you know. You grew up with somebody and you see that that that's how they live their life now. He, um, from what I understand, he put on a lot of weight. And I remember there was a time in his early twenties where he was pretty lean and fit. And uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Weight all day. Yeah. Right. Um, Anyway, uh, so that I, I got that information recently, so feel good that I'll be able to at least keep in, keep in touch with him. Um, what are you looking up? Uh, his profile picture. Who? Wally. I don't think he's on there anymore. If he is, he hasn't used it in a long ass time. No, I don't think he's there. Yeah, I don't. I don't huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's there, man. I think he's kind of living off grid. Anyway, um, aside from that, uh, oh man, we moved uh, Jamie out of her house today, dude. It was hot as a motherfucker. Oh, so she's down Corpus now. Uh, not yet. She's staying with me until um, she heads back home because her job, she works for the court here in McLennan County, and uh, she's waiting until the pay period ends. So it makes it, uh, I think the court said they had that she had to. So she's hanging on to her job until uh, next Friday. How's Sarah doing? Good, man. I had a fucking, um, I had this guy call me yesterday. Fucking talking nonsense for about 30 minutes. And I asked you about Sarah and you jump into this. <laughs> it's fine. The fuck more you want me to say? <laughs> Nothing, I guess. What's, what's this dude that called you? What's this about? She's keeping your new uh, relative uh, warm and cozy yeah, right. inside her body. Like a parasite. She's growing a human. <laughs> Brittany didn't like it when I used to say that shit. You got a parasite in you. <laughs> it's a creature. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Un, un completely. It's not formed completely yet. So it's, anyway. What, what, what was the story you're about to tell me? Oh, this guy called me. And uh, you can tell when people are just fucking crazy. And he was he was trying to get information about I guess he had some friend who's on like some type of supervision, like either probation or parole. I couldn't tell which one. But um he was saying that uh they're picking on this person, and I guess there was a, supposed to be like according to him, a minor infraction. And uh they the, the deputies responded like with a fucking Assault van, tactical gear, helmets and shit. And he was like, does that sound right to you? Does that sound normal? And I'm like, well, sir, I, first of all, I don't know where you're at. And I don't know the mil I don't know law enforcement procedures. Uh, in fact, the only knowledge that I do have such things are what people that get arrested tell me happen. Mm -hmm. But I don't actually know what their protocol is. I don't know what the procedure for when they armor up like that. Um, obviously, I could see the safety concerns of why they would think it's needed. And he's like, I don't need it here. And he's like, uh, well, I was, uh, I was a, a special forces instructor for the Marines. And I'd like to see them try to come on my yard. And I'm like, why the fuck are you calling me, man? I got other shit to deal with here. I don't need this. I talked to that motherfucker for 25 minutes. listening to him talk why, about did you, why did you keep him on the phone and not excuse yourself? Because, okay, because this is what happens. He had already, before, before I got him, the reason why I got him is because my I'm boss swivel that chair to your left, man. I can't see your whole fucking face. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I got him is because he had already called all the way up our chain of commands. Like he had went to the top 
And my boss what? and my boss's boss. Probation office, though. This ain't got nothing to do with probation. No. It ain't got nothing to do with my county. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with my county because he's a fucking idiot. And uh, Is he a probationer at your office? No. But he might have been at one time, and that's why he knew to call. It's your number. What are you doing? <laughs> Shane, man, you got to stop drinking. <laughs> you gotta stop drinking, damn it! <laughs> so I forgot I had these. John gave me these because I I lost my shades at our uh, at our camp out. So he's he's got these. You just you just stood there. You just sat there staring at the camera for a second. Like Doctor Pepper on him. Doctor Pepper glasses, boy. How much have you had to drink? <laughs> God. Anyway. Uh, so Back. yeah, I was like, I can't wear this shit. Give me a headache. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you took that shit off. <laughs> yeah, so he was ranting, and I was like, man, I, I can't help you. So the reason why I had to deal with it, though, is if I didn't deal with it, he was going to keep calling. So I had to nip it in the bud. So I let him, I let him get it all out, get it all out of the system, and then, and then he was done. After he ranted for 20 minutes, that was it. Yeah. He just up. Uh, I really didn't even say anything. I, I've had a similar situation where this old veteran, we were raising money for Toys for Tots. And, uh, you know, it's a Marine-centered organization. Or, I'm sorry, a fundraiser. And so I was out there with these Marines raising the money. And some old uh, Vietnam-era veteran comes up and starts ranting about the VA. And he's like, this shit ain't right. And so the, the Marine that, was, that he was talking to just kind of like brings up another topic. And immediately, the guy's mood turned around, and he stopped talking about it. That's all he had to do. <laughs> he had to bring up something else, and that was that. He, he let it go. He said what he needed to say. They talked about something else for a couple minutes, and then he walked in the store. <laughs> I, got another, <laughs> I got another guy that was – that he actually was on probation with us, and he moved to Houston. And unfortunately for me, there was a brief period of time – where the unit that I was over, one of my op, one of my uh, employees was over his case, and my employees have a bad habit of not answering the fucking phone. And uh, <laughs> you got so, some shit on your chest, Shane. You need to get some shit off your chest right now. Let's do when it. <laughs> they when they don't answer the phone, they call me because nobody's answering the phone, and they want they want answers now, and they want somebody to tell them. They want to know. And uh, and if I don't if I don't answer the questions, they're going to bring it to my boss. And then <laughs> and you can't have that shit, huh? No. So <laughs> this guy calls and he's like, tells me all this bullshit about how he's got all this money and he didn't do what they accused him of. He's innocent, but he just wanted to get out of jail. I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't rob nobody. I didn't rob nobody. I, I, I just wanted out of jail. So I just signed the paper, but I didn't rob nobody. And they got it on the video. And I'm like. And he's like, that whole county's corrupt. I know y'all kill people up there. And I'm like, motherfucker, I don't kill anybody. I don't never even fought anybody up here. I don't kill anybody. And uh, he. Uh, Pretty extreme accusation. <laughs> so he got tired of everything. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I'm disabled. I got a bad hip. And I, I just want to be done with it. Huh? But, he, but he's got all that money. It shouldn't be a problem. Okay. So he asked me like what his total balance was. And he's, he wasn't talking about, like, to get caught up. He's like to pay off everything for the next five years. So I told him. I, I did the math. I added it up. And uh, and he paid it. It was like $4,000. He paid it. Paid it all. Well, the day after he fucking paid it, his attorney filed paperwork for attorney fees. $720 in attorney fees. The day after he paid everything else. Uh-huh. I didn't know about it. I didn't know they did it. They did it. They just, the attorney, you know, it takes a while to submit the paperwork and he took his time with it and he turned it in after the guy had already paid everything. What's the so, issue? Well, to him, it looks like the only reason why the attorney did it is because he sent money. And it's like, oh, this guy's got money. Let me file this paperwork real quick so I can get paid. Uh, but I didn't really do anything for you because you're in on fucking probation. But I'm still going to get paid. And so this guy, this guy called me and he said, hey, 
uh, I got this letter saying that there's this balance. What's this balance? And I'm like, uh, yeah, it looks like the attorney charged you $720. She's like, no, that's bullshit. No, y'all can't do that. Okay, that's corrupt. That's corruption. And I'm not kidding, man. For the next year of my life, at least once a month, I get a phone call from this fucker. <laughs> wanting to get off probation. And I'm not even over that. I'm not even over that unit anymore. I'm not even in charge of that. Why, why is the call even coming to you? I don't understand. <laughs> got my fucking direct line. Or when he calls, he asks for me and they give him to me. You can give him a fake name. <laughs> this is Clinty McDugan. <laughs> well, <laughs> I should. Uh, I should. Uh, I see the pro the thing is, I don't. If I had caller ID, if I had caller ID, and I, his number fucking showed up, I'd never answer the phone. <laughs> but you gotta answer because you never know who the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a choice. It could be a judge calling me. So I have to answer it. And uh, he just, he's a fucking, and so he called me, it's been a while, it's been a while since he called me, he's taking a little break, because I finally told him, I was just like, look, man, they're not going to do anything until you pay it, so I got, I waived, I got his community service waived, I got everything else done, stuff that I went way far above and beyond for this man, shit I didn't have to do, because he's not even in my area anymore, but he keeps fucking calling me. And I've told, I even told the person that's in charge, I was like, can you please tell this man to stop fucking calling me? Because I can't do this shit. <laughs> and he called me yesterday. It's making me sleep. I'm, I'm pulling my hair out. He called me yesterday and he's like, he's like, I'm getting an attorney in on this and uh, uh, they're going to get me off probation. They're going to get me off. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, because uh, I'm disabled. I got a bad hip and I didn't rob nobody. I didn't rob nobody. And I'm like, I didn't say you robbed anybody. I don't really fucking care if you robbed anybody. And he's like, I paid all the money. I paid everything you told me to pay. And I'm like, fuck, man. And then uh, <laughs> he, calls me, he calls me today. He calls me today. And it's like your own personal hell. You just look on your face. Is he calls this ever me today. End? And he says, uh. Uh, my attorney tried calling the court officer up there, and then nobody ever returned his phone calls. And I'm like, why is that my fucking problem? I don't, <laughs> I can't help with that shit. What do you want me to fucking do? Go up there, hey, Jennifer, answer your fucking phone. I, I don't know what the fuck he wants me to do. She's not in my area. <laughs> he thinks I'm like over everything. Like I'm the fucking running the show. That's the common misconception of of male Americans is they think other males are in charge. Where you know, and, and there may be a, a man that's the head honcho where you work, but there he is. thinks that since, since he's got to you and you're in some position of authority, he thinks you're the person to talk to for whatever reason. Obviously, this guy, there's no reasoning with him because he's delusional and he's stuck in his delusion. And you have just got to pass this off to somebody else. I'm You've trying. Got to but <laughs> that's the problem. Is that. They have better deflection techniques than I do. They're fucking. <laughs> just go there. talk to this man. <laughs> just sit there and say, I can't help you, sir. Click, hang up the fucking phone. Why can't you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need to start doing that. Oh my God. You could have done that in the beginning. I can't help you, sir. And that's it. Because I know he's going to call my boss, and then my boss is going to want me to look into it. Well, that's where you tell your boss is like, sir, I, I can't really do anything for this guy. It's outside of my my case scope. It's outside of my uh, authority powers. We have to give this to someone that is responsible for what is, you know, his county or whatever the fuck. It's all about jurisdictional lines, right? I mean, he's got to be. There's a diplomatic response. I mean, you've been doing this for fucking over ten years. You know what to say. <laughs> I had one dude call me, and he was like, uh, he was like. My son's been ordered to a GPS ankle monitor, and I'm like, okay. And he says, well, it's very expensive. And I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, well, I'm having to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, that's that sucks. And he was like, well, it's not fair. Why do I have to pay this much? And I'm like, because the police said your son fucking did this shit, and <laughs> the judge said that he wants him on a fucking GPS monitor? And the guy's like, yeah. But we're indigent. We're poor. So how are we supposed to do this? And I'm like, okay, 
First of all, sir, with all due respect, you don't have to do a damn thing. It's not your fu- you're not the one that's fucking ordered to the device. Your son is. So tell that lazy bastard to go get a fucking job and Did you say that the machine. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but I told him I was like, I was like, look, man, the conditions they don't say get a GPS unless you don't have the money. They don't say that. They say get a GPS. Or we're throwing your ass to prison. <laughs> GPS. Oh, your your leg got caught on fire. Fuck you. Get, the get a GPS. GPS. <laughs> the, the house, your house burnt down. Get a fucking Fuck. GPS. You, know, you got your ankle. Fuck you. Get a GPS. <laughs> you fell, fell into a pit of radioactive material and you have no appendages. Fuck you. Get a GPS. It doesn't say the exception. <laughs> it don't matter. There's no deviating from this shit. You got to get it. <laughs> and, the, and the other thing is, is what makes him think. Did I have any pull over that? I have no control. I can tell you had some shit on your chest that you needed to talk about, man. <laughs> Obviously, this shit bothers you. I have no control over that shit. Oh, that's just that. These are just outsiders. I'm not even talking about my fucking employees. <laughs> Did well, you have any idea that you were going to be this unhappy when you started this job? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, love, I, I actually love what I'm doing now. This, this part's way better. But it's just dumbassery that you're just like, really? But I guess it's kind of good to have dumbassery because if I'm if I'm up here and the dumbassery is down here, then I'm a little bit elevated. Like, it makes me look a little bit smarter. There's a little bit of a separation, yeah. I don't have to try as hard if people are fucking up so bad. <laughs> it's your employees that are fucking up so bad? <laughs> and no, that's why really. you get promoted? <laughs> Not really. They're not really fucking up, uh, but every now and then somebody does. And uh, I actually have a pretty good team. My, my people are pretty tight. But um, there's always one or two that's just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? But no, I don't yeah. hate I, I actually, I actually love it. This is actually, uh, I'm actually solving problems. But it's the problems are fucking dumbass problems. Like, it's, it's fucking dumb. left, dude. Swivel your chair to the left. There you go. Because you 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 get this whole shit where you're stuck like this, and I can't fucking see you. <laughs> it shows so up. On, it shows up on the YouTube video. But I can't see anyway. So your employers, sorry, your employees. When you talk about doing dumbass things, is it policy related? They're they're not following procedure, yeah. or is it personal where they're okay? Because I, excuse me, I ran across a couple of guys that were working, you know, outside of the Waco area in like uh, McGregor, and they were talking about uh, workplace drama. And I was like, oh, people that don't know how to do their jobs. Uh, no, that wasn't it. It was personal shit coming to work. Like one dude, his ex girlfriend got fucking psycho and slashed his tires at work, and he had to have somebody come and replace his tires for him out in the parking lot. People were trying to fucking leave. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that bullshit. Don't, <laughs> don't get me involved in that shit. When you ain't playing. Get your ass get the fuck out huh? of here. Don't, don't come back until it's dealt with. <laughs> don't want this. Don't want this. Um, no, mine's, mine's uh, we got this brand new policy that came out. It's 22 pages long. And, you know, everybody's fucking bitching about it. But it makes things a lot easier. Just read the fucking paper. It tells you what to do. It's right there in the fucking paper. Just read it. <laughs> So concerning your career, this is the career that you've chosen for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. What is it that um, what is it that's the biggest headache for you in probation? What's the biggest headache you have to deal with on a day to day or just in general? Uh, I don't like having to explain to I don't like when somebody messes up so bad that. It comes back to you're supposed to be watching them. You need to fix this problem. Or if you were doing a better job of watching them, this problem wouldn't have happened in the first place. So somehow it's your fucking fault that they're fucking up. And and I don't <laughs> I'm a micromanager. Like I don't get 
I don't get into the minutia of what they're doing. But, <laughs> when, they're, but when, they, when it's that fucking bad, it's like, well, now I got to do all this fucking work because you keep fucking up. So now I got to see what you're doing because you're not doing it right. So you got to review your notes and see mm-hmm. if they've signed documentation or if they submitted it to the proper review authorities. And yeah, the, first, the worst one I had, I had to spend three days straight working on this fucking shit because. This guy, and he no longer works there. He went on to be a cop. <clears throat> he fucked something up with one of the courts. And my boss said, he was like, well, what's it normally like? And I'm like, I mean, this is the first one I've seen, man. I really don't know. And he was like, well, I want you to look at all of them and see what the problem is. And I was like, all of them? And he's like, yeah, look at all of them. Well, there was like 250 of them. So it took me three days to drop <laughs> this guy's shit. And... There was nothing, nothing. Thankfully, no other fuck ups. That was it. Was just a fluke. But the only way I could tell him that is by spending three days digging through that shit. <laughs> I want you to look at all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I best I get you fucking started right now. <laughs> so on top of that uh, work order that your boss has now given you, you got to do all your other responsibilities yeah, too, that's right? The problem. Yeah, that's the fucking problem. <laughs> And people come to my office, ask me fucking questions. And they gave me, they gave me a, uh, an assistant. Like I got a number one. I got, I got like, he's like an NCO. I got an NCO. And, okay. uh, or, or I guess it would rather be an XO. I got an XO. And he, uh, but he's so fucking overworked right now. I had to tell them to stop going to him. <laughs> Cause that, that bastard's been working like over, overtime. And he, he doesn't get paid overtime, but he's been staying late. For day for weeks now, and yeah. it's like, I, he's going to get burned out and not want to do this. So leave yeah. him alone. Well, now they come, <laughs> and it's just nonstop. What, what's this mean? I can't find this. Where's this at? I, what's this mean? I, what do we do with this? It it should only take you what like a minute to resolve these things. Yeah, and it usually does. I usually get it nipped in the bud real quick, but it's just nonstop. It's all day long, and that. And that's not so bad, but then what the problem the problems are the things that I don't have control over, okay? Like we have too many people. It's too much work. It's too much. I'm too busy. Like one lady came to my office, she's like, I came in here Tuesday and I just cried. I just cried. <laughs> I sat down at my desk and cried. And I'm like, I'm why are like, you smiling about that shit? What's why is that funny? <laughs> oh, she was smiling. Oh, <laughs> me how fucking crazy she is. And and I'm like, I, I told her, I was like, well, look, I'm, I don't need you to be. You're one of my good people. I don't want you coming in here crying. I want this to be a good place to work. And she was like, yeah, I know. It's, it's just me. I just get stressed out because I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, OK, so let's 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 uh, address that real quickly. Don't probation officers officers have to have some sort of formal education to be probation officers? So you got to have at least three, four year degree plus you got to have eighty hours of training every two years. So these people get trained, and I imagine when they get assigned to these workspaces, they get training while they're there too. So what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> Not only that, I got a twenty-two page document that tells her to exactly what to fucking do. Read the paper. Yeah. So I let me let me draw some parallels here because when I was working for Evans Enterprises, I had a very similar situation, and that's one of the reasons why you can kind of see the scar right there where I got hit by that arc flash. Um, that's one of the reasons why that happened is because people kept coming to me. When's this going to be done? When's this going to be done? Hey, what's it looking like? Is it good? Are we going to be able to send this out? And um, the Evans Enterprises is a production-based company. They're all about shipping product out to the customer. That's how they make their money. So me, where I'm at, I'm the choke point for all production. All production has to come to me before it goes out the door. So when people are coming and constantly harassing me, you know, when's this done? When's this done? When's this done? That slows things down. And even our plant manager, who's one of the top people at that location, would come and say, hey, people need to stop messing with him because he's busy. He's got a lot of work and a lot of important shit he's got to do. And he was right. I had to, so kind of like yourself, where you've got to review documentation and policy, we had a, a, a company-specific work instruction and a policy uh, handbook that I had to know. I had to know that thing fucking inside and out because I'm the last guy to do any work on anything that comes out of the shop. The, 
the, the, there's one person that would see it after me, and that's the painter. The painter just paints it the fucking color that the customer wants. Green, blue, black, red, white. Or if there's parts of it they want painted in different colors, they'll do that shit. But they don't do mechanical work. They don't install a bonnet. They don't install a bearing. They don't install heaters. They don't install nothing. I did that work. So I had to know specifications. What's the tolerance for voltage and amperage? How hot can it get? What kind of oil does it take? Does it have oil tags that say this needs oil? What kind of oil does it need? So I had to know that shit inside and out. And for like five motors to be have to be done in one day, dude, I was working 15, 16 hours a day. And when people come in and fucking bugging me about, hey, when's this going to be done? We got the customer waiting. They're calling about it. They need to know. That slowed everything fucking down. And eventually, before my injury happened, I was already thinking about quitting anyway. Because he wouldn't fucking leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just never ends. I really like that though. I like uh, I like I like the the questions. I don't mind the question. What's boring is reviewing their fucking work. Yes. Yeah. And I had to do so. Me being the last guy, our our job, my job used to be very documentation heavy, and I had to review everybody's entries. And most of these guys just don't give a shit about what they write in there, or they forget. And dude, if they forgot to write down their test results, because we did a lot of electrical testing, if they forgot to do that. And I had to face some shit. I could have had my fucking ass pressed with criminal charges. Like people could have sued me either in a criminal or civil case. Mm -hmm. I could have had it brought against me for forgery and faking documents and all that trash. And mm -hmm. I, I had to come for him like that a few times because I mean, the, the test has been done. We can't keep electrically testing these motors because the, the testing that we do will cause damage. And that will put us even further behind because now we got to fix it. And I mean, what, what, do I, what am I going to do? Am I going to do another test and potentially cost this person tens of thousands of dollars and have them pull the service contract that we have together? And now I'm not only costing this company thousands of dollars in work, but millions of dollars of profit. And it's like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> oh, my God. The people that I worked with just drove me fucking nuts. No, don't get me wrong. I had some mechanics there that were very knowledgeable. Some of the older guys that, you know, they've been working this 20 years, 30 years, so forth. Guys that have uh, been specialized in direct current motors, which are very rare now. Um, they, they were gold, man. They were great to work with. But when it came down to the ins and outs of the job, like I would have been just fine just working on motors all day long if that was all I had to do. But that wasn't all I had to do. I had to deal with fucking people and fucking paperwork being wrong and emails coming down the pipe about this, that, and the other. And it's like, this, this is too much. This is just too much. Either you slow things down and you let me work at my pace or shit's going to start getting fucked up and shit started getting fucked up and then I got hurt. Yep. Well, Works that's a uh, lottery. Get rich. <laughs> I'll well give up that fucking dream. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, here's another, here's another fun bit. I'm the, uh, on the first floor, the whole first floor of the building. I'm the only supervisor. I'm the only supervisor on the first floor. To the central building downtown. So anytime something comes through that front door that's a fucking issue, I've got to deal with it. So today a UPS truck driver came in there and he was like, you know, hey, uh, I got this, uh, this order for 16 computers I need to drop off. And I'm thinking, okay, 16 computers, I can handle that. It's like, uh, I'll walk you through and we'll drop them off. I'll help you unload it. No, it wasn't fucking computers. It was server backup batteries. The bitches are fucking heavy. And he had 16 of them. And they were on the back of his truck. And like I'm like, we, we, I spent like two hours helping this guy unload these fucking computers. And it's like, I got other shit to be doing. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be breaking my back, loading this shit up. <laughs> I had a report that was due today. And I'm like, I can't do my report because I'm fucking helping you lift these computers. And I wanted to get out of there a little early, but I couldn't. Because I got to lift these goddamn computers, and people, and this is this is what the most my my assistant, three of my employees, some former employees, county people, all of them walk by and they're like, "What you doing, Shane?" I'm like, "I'm loading these fucking computers up," and they're like, "Oh, that looks like fun," and just walk away, just walk off, and yeah. I'm like, "You don't want to fucking help? You don't want to open the fucking door?" <laughs> And it's me and this guy, this UPS worker, and he's a little guy, so he's fucking, you know, sweating his ass off. And uh, <laughs> while I'm in the middle, I shit you not, 
while I'm lifting up one of these fucking computers and walking it into the door, an employee comes up to me and says, uh, Shane, I got a question about a case and there's nobody around. Can you can you go over it with me? And I'm like, I'm fucking lifting these computers. What the fuck? And nope. I'm like, what is it? No, no, no. Nope. Just start lifting more shit. <laughs> just so say no. Just like, nope. I was. I had to, I had to tell the guys, like, hold up, let me go deal with this. And she says, I was just like, okay, I got I to get your computer. And she was like, uh, okay. And I'm like, but I, you know, you just get on there and I'll tell you where to go. And she's like, well, I don't know where to go. And I'm like, if I sit down on your chair, I'm sweaty. I'm going to get sweat on your stuff. And she's like, it's fine. And I could smell down and I could smell my body odor because I'd been sweating in the back of that fucking UPS truck lifting all the computers and shit. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, so I found the form and I'm like, okay, look, you know, <laughs> this is what you do. Don't send it in yet. We need to we need to call the judge and verify that that's what they want to do. So I even took the I even emailed the person that works for the judge, let them know about it, and say, okay, give us a heads up on what to do. At the end of the day, all she had to do was tell the person, no, we're not doing it. No, that's all she had to say. Yeah, but she didn't want to say no, so I had to tell her. I was like, "Okay, well, if you really want to get into it, then we're going to fucking get into it and figure this out." Or you could just say, "No, I'm not doing that," and then hang up the phone on the guy. But I guess she was trying to help him. Sounds like it. Sounds like that's what you try to do. You try to help everybody. <laughs> yeah, at some point you gotta, you know. I can only help you so much. Like this lady I was talking about earlier, another lady. Uh, I, you know, this this I'm gonna give her one more chance to make it right. After this, we're gonna take it up to disciplinary actions. You can't keep fucking up forever. <laughs> so for us, or for us, for what used to happen to me, um, you got verbal, which they would still write it down that you're giving a verbal, which that just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, you we got verbal. We get verbal. Yeah. We don't write it down. Yeah, so we used to write it down, and I did. I'm like, that's not the point of a verbal. The verbal is that it stays between you and that individual. Anyway, um, and then there's written, and then there's suspension, and then there's uh, dismissal. So you guys obviously have a written dis disciplinary. And what happens after written? Uh, the, you got to you get put on a performance improvement plan. You got to get 60 days. You got to improve. If you don't improve, then uh, they terminate you. Yay. What's the turnover rate like for, for probation officers? Is it high? And, uh, at one point, we got up to like 20%. Uh, I think right now, it's not as well. Right now, we're hurting. We need a lot of people. Um, for the last couple of years, before this last year, it was pretty good. But I think right now it's it's been about ten percent, twenty percent, something like that. What would you say is the leading cause for people leaving the probation? Just didn't pay enough. Ah, oh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I left. One, it was dangerous, and two, I got paid uh, easily four dollars less than what the average person was making doing my job. If you have the qualifications to work as a probation officer, you have the qualifications to work as a teacher or a police officer, and they both make more money than, than probation officers do. I was making you know, like 35000 a year, and I think the average yearly uh, income for a test analyst like me was uh, fifty to fifty-five, And I yeah. had all... Do what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I could go work for our competitors, our competitors. I could go work for Evans Enterprises and competitors, Shermco. Um, I don't know if they would hire me, but, you know, just going there and applying, they would offer me like $19 right out the gate. And you'd that's probably, with no. You'd probably go in there and start working and they'd be like, what they teach you? This is very unsafe what you're doing. No, it's not. I mean, it's, what we learn are general, general guidelines and practices. The unsafe part is uh, spending 12 hours on a job that should only take you four because, you know, they're trying to get it done that day when you should be going home and starting the next day and getting it done right. And at my employer, man, they just didn't fucking know. No, this has got to leave tomorrow at 6 a.m. It's got to be on the fucking delivery truck. So you're staying until it's fucking done. Well, the guy that replaced me 
makes more money and leaves whenever the fuck he wants. He stays from like, you know, five, six o'clock. Yeah. I was up there till 10, 11 o'clock sometimes. There was one time I stayed until 3.30, got home at around 4, slept for about 30 minutes, then got back up and got dressed and went back to work. Worked another 12-hour day. Well, at some point, you know, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I worked 73 hours in five days. Well, boy, we've hit an hour. <laughs> yeah, you feel good after bitching about work? <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> He's just sitting there looking at me. <laughs> Do you hear what I said? What I'm saying right now? <laughs> Did you hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say that dumb shit. How much you had to drink tonight already, boy? Are you doing yeah. like Daniel crushing him on the ground? <laughs> yeah, I ain't been crushing him. Um. All right. Well, big beefing. We're at B beefing. Um. Aaron's at Southeast Third. The, Are you going to change the name? Or are you going to stick with Big Beefing? The only other name I would consider is Hey Boy. <laughs> hey Boy, <laughs> you going to picture Daniel's head on the shirt? That would be the logo. <laughs> that would be the logo. Daniel and his eyes are all big. <laughs> that would be the only change I would consider. If everybody's on board with it, it's all Daniel talking. <laughs> if everybody was on board season two, I would be willing to switch to Hey Boy, make Daniel the logo, and then that would be that. Well, okay. The thing about that is, one, Daniel coined that phrase amongst our, our group, and two, it'd be Daniel's likeness as the logo. So he would be really wanting some more compensation. <laughs> We got we got eight dollars to play with. So what's he want? He want three dollars out of the eight. We've made eight bucks. Get. All right, um, man. I guess yeah, it's been good talking. To you, but I'll see you around. All right. Bye, boy. Bye, boy.